Hello, everybody. Jim Malone coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, <laughs> the NYSE had a glitch uh, today, and, and when it opened, the market opened, it gapped down and then it gapped right back up. So uh, I actually had some stocks that were sold out prematurely. So we're going to see what uh, the deal is. Um, uh, they're going to be doing some adjustments tonight. Uh, my, uh, I did have a uh, stop loss that was activated on Exxon Mobil, which um, you know is a is a Dow stock, Dow big board stock, and it really I think it only affected um, the Dow, but you know who knows. But uh, at the day actually went on to become fairly good day on the Dow. Um, you know we. The Dow Jones rose modestly today, and then in after hours, it's ri it's risen a little bit with uh, the S&P futures uh, looking pretty good. So kind of expect, uh, hopefully, if we don't get a glitch tomorrow, uh, expect a sort of a, um, you know, uh, expect to open tomorrow that's probably going to be a little bit uh a little bit higher, hopefully. Um, you know, it seems to be strong, and, uh, you know, who knows where it's going to go. Um you know who knows who knows who knows where it's going to go. It's uh, it's the it's the kind of thing where you you, you can never you can never tell um, with the technical things. But uh, um, as the market opened um, today, it uh, the the computers had a glitch. They shut everything down, and then it came back. And so we're in a situation where it's kind of an unusual um, unusual situation. Um, all right, I uh, wanted to show you the stock of the day. The stock of the day, of course, uh, is Packard, which makes trucks. They're doing quite well. They had an excellent, excellent earnings report. Uh, it was up um, significantly, up about $6 a share at 108.25, looking pretty good. Uh, coming in with a with a composite rating of about 97, which is looking very good, actually. So the question is, would I buy this here? Probably not. Probably wait for it to settle down, see if I can get a good reading on the stock. Um, I was, as I say, I was shaking, you know, this, uh, this glitch in the New York NYSE this morning kind of, kind of shook me out of some positions here, but, uh, I'm still in Exxon Mobil again. It's just, you know, it went, it's interesting. It, uh, it went all the way down to 95 and then it came all the way back and now it's up actually at 113.81. I still like the stock, uh, going forward kind of strong. Uh, looking good there. Um, Lattice Semiconductor basically unchanged. It's down one cent. Um, at the end of the day, uh, I did buy some Shopify. Uh, it was down, <laughs> unfortunately, a little bit. Uh, down about um, about 3% um, with lower volume. So we'll see what happens with Shopify. I do like Shopify uh, in that I do think that we're going to see some strength in Etsy and Shopify and some of the internet resellers. Not necessarily Amazon, but uh, some of the other ones that enable that. So that's why I did uh, uh, put my oar in the water with Shopify today. Symbol on that is SHOP. <clears throat> Target, um, Target Hospitality. This is uh, this is the one I was talking about. It's based in the Woodlands, Texas, and what they do is uh, they uh, they are a turnkey operation for. Uh, limited service hotels, kind of an interesting niche in the market. They were up, uh, I'm sorry, they were down a little bit, down um, a, a little bit, uh, just 0.3% in, uh, in interest uh, in um, in the uh, change on the price. Floor was up today. Um, this is the heavy construction company. And I did buy some, I did rebuy back in to AEHR 
Um, I bought in at 35. It's down to 34, but it's a volatile stock, and we'll see how it does. I did buy it on a um, buy stop limit order. So, you know, sometimes those work, sometimes those don't. So we'll see how that uh, how that lines up, um, you know, going forward here. So uh, without further ado, let's get into some of the questions. And um, let me uh, go ahead and make that arrangement here. Let's get that up. We have a number of things. There we go. All right, I'm going to go over here. Let's look at the indexes first. Let's look at the major indexes and see what's going on there. I'm going to first of all look at the spider. Of course, this is the S&P 500. Uh, and this has been showing strength, um, which is good. That means that, you know, we're still in an upward trend, at least in the, in the near term. Um, you know, I think overall the market is in a downward trend, but uh, I am starting to, you know, I am seeing at least a bounce on some of the indexes like the spider, and that is looking fairly good. So um, looking at the spider, we came up above 400. We're right, just right at 400, 410 uh, in the after hours, and then we're right at 400. I think this has a little ways to go, possibly, um, you know, possibly up to about the 400 level, that 410, between the 410 and 400. Let me bring the uh, for TikTok people, the people on TikTok. Let's look at that. Okay, so we're above all of the index lines. We're above the 200-day line, which I like to see. 50, 21, and 10. Let's look at those. So technically, we're looking fairly good. We're above that 21-day line, and I definitely think we have. You know, we we potentially, you know, have to there. I definitely think we're going to hit some resistance right at about 410. So that's kind of where I think we're going to hit some resistance. But we came down, we tested the 50-day line, moved back up. So that indeed is looking pretty decent. Uh, you know, I definitely like seeing that kind of that, that kind of action. Uh, you know, I, I definitely like seeing that kind of action. All right, let's take a look at the questions. Thank you for holding. And this is Charles again. There we go. Hey, Charles. Uh, SLB and HAL, can HAL get... Um, get a, uh, where I would be more happy, get to 44. You know, I got stopped out of SLB today, and I, you know, it was when it was right at the open, um, and, uh, you know, I got stopped out. You know, we had that glitch on the computer. Let's compare both of them. Uh, you know, let, let's compare both of the stocks. SLB, let me look at SLB first. And then also... Compare that to Halliburton. Okay. And there we go. So here we go with the um, with the comparison of the two. I'm just going to I'm going to go just put on uh, just just basically the last five months or so. Pretty similar in terms of their performance. SLB is performing a little bit better. Now, this is one of the top groups out there. So, um, you know, we've definitely been seeing, you know, been seeing some good action uh, on 
in this group, you know, you know, I don't really know what to say today. Now, by the way, this is a index, not the price level. So if we go back to Halliburton, you know, let's let's take a look first of all at uh, at um, Schlumberger first. There we go. So here's the chart for Schlumberger. You know, this is this is what I was talking about here. You know, it tripped my my um, my uh, stop loss, but this was the open. As you can see, look at this. It just went crazy, all the way down and then all the way up. Um, hopefully, we're going to see hopefully an adjustment on this because. Uh, this was on the, um, you know, today, this is what happened at the uh, New York Stock Exchange. When it opened, the thing failed, and then everything dove. So I don't know what this is the situation here. Basically, it ended up at 55, which is very close to kind of where it started. So not really a lot of change. Let's look at Halliburton. Um, and Halliburton, I believe, is same situ same situation. Yeah, you see this? You see this? Um, this was the this is the glitch. This this is the glitch on the um, on the on the New York Stock Exchange on the open swing. It's currently at thirty nine forty. Now it does look like it's getting some 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 traction here. Hopefully it's going to go lower. Hopefully this is a reversal. The problem is we can't really look at this line. I think we just have to. Well, we actually can. So let me show you at the open kind of what happened here. It was just it was crazy. Let's see if so yeah it did there was a fair amount of volatility it did go all the way to 41 but it came in um dove and then and then got some got some um strength there so i don't know what to say on on this one i think that we're going to probably see some more i think we're going to see some support this is a good area of the of the market and i do think that uh it's very likely that we're going to see some support so you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be selling. Um, I wouldn't be selling Halliburton. I'd kind of be waiting on it. Um, but you know, protect your position if you're down more than seven percent. Do do consider selling it. But uh, you know, do consider selling it. But I don't think we're going to see it. I don't think we're going to see a downturn in the oil field services. I think that's one of the stronger sections uh, of um, uh, of, uh, of of the market. So that's kind of the way I have it looked at. Uh, it okay. Encourage your viewers. Oh, uh, are you monitoring? Are you mentoring new traders? Well, you know what? We do have a Discord group if you're interested, and uh, it's easy to get on it. Just uh, go over to um, www Dallas Trading Floor, and uh, yeah, I mean, I could definitely. You know, we do mentor um, uh, traders in that group. It is there's a charge for it, but uh, it's pretty reasonable, and uh, we do it every day, every morning. So. Uh, just giving a shout out to the people on TikTok if they're interested in that. All right, uh, one. Oh, let's look at Tesla. Uh, what do you tra uh, What do you trade? I trade. I trade basically equities. That's my. That's my. Uh, that's my game. All right, let's look at Tesla. Um, now Tesla. Uh, you know, people are thinking that Tesla may have bottomed. I don't agree with them. I think. Uh, you know, Tesla could could easily move lower even than this. Um, we did have, you know, we we've had this this rally above where I'm. You know, this is the reversal line that I drew here. 
<clears throat> we're starting to see some some forward motion. I mean, it's going to have earnings today. So just, you know, really with the thing with Tesla is I think you just got to hang on until you see what, what happens with those earnings. My guess is because of the selling by Elon earlier that we're going to see a little bit lower earnings than we did the last quarter. But uh, And I think that, you know, they are having sales issues. They did do the price cut, the 20% price cut, which is going to be very hard for the other automobile manufacturers to meet. But still, who knows? But, you know, but in, in general, I mean, the numbers look good. I mean, you know, last quarter, the sales were up 56% and the profits were up, you know, 69%. So, you know, it is a profitable company. The PE ratio is a little bit high at 39 uh, and the cash flow. But remember, this is, you know, it's all electric cars and this is, they're really still the leader. Would I buy it here? Well, I probably wouldn't just because I don't want to buy it below that 50-day line. I want to see some more strength here, and then you know I want to see it see, see it move up a little bit more before I miss it. But it's definitely I'm definitely watch listing it. There's no question about it. Um, you know, and I do like the stock. I mean, I do like the stock. I'm just not in it currently. All right, Lisa is asking about Microsoft. Um, Microsoft has some great earnings for Azure, and I think that that is uh, you know why they they had such a nice bounce. Um, but this is also very, uh, this is a good lesson because you, this is one of the reasons why if you're not up 10%, you should consider selling your position before earnings because it's unpredictable. And it's better to sell before earnings and then buy back rather than, rather than uh, you know, than do it that way. In the after hours, uh, Microsoft is up uh, about 1% um, at 244.87. You know, it's funny because I had a short on this. I'm glad I closed the short. I did make a little bit of money on the short. I'm glad I closed the short because it does look like it may have started to reverse direction. Right now, the trend in the market is an upward trend. So uh, we don't want to be short if we can avoid it. We don't want to be we don't want to be that short because it, it does look like, at least for the time being, the indexes are telling us that the market is moving higher. So we want to kind of be careful on that, uh, that, uh, that as well. Sarah is asking... Um, uh, you will like onion, a Swiss big, that's, um, oh, and oh, oh, on, on. Yes, absolutely. This is in the apparel area, by the way, this is a shoe manufacturer. Um, interestingly enough, this has been a very, very strong area. There's another company out there, I think called, I know this is amazing, but called Hey Dude. That's another stock that's in this market, it, but this has been very strong. You're absolutely right. Um, this is probably one of the first retail areas to start to see some strength um it's above 20 so that's looking good i kind of want to um see how i want to compare this one against nike to see how it's doing i don't know a lot about this stock but i want to compare it against nike which is nke and see kind of how it's doing nike is actually outperforming it a little bit uh right now and so that's the sort of the the uh you know, 500-pound gorilla is the, um, uh, you know, is Nike. But let's look at the, let's compare them in the last few months between both of them. We can take a look at Nike here, and there we go. And what I'm just going to do here is I'm just going to, I'm going to look at a whole year. I'm going to look at um, just the last five months or so. That's where I'm going to look on this one. So. Not giving me the 
Not giving me the goods. Let's try it again. All right. Well, heck. <laughs> All right, let's try that again just to get an idea between on on, which we have there, and Nike. There we go. So let's look at the relative performance of both of these, on on and Nike, and see. Well, it definitely looks like Nike is outperforming, just at least in the last year of over, over the last year. Let's see if I can go a little bit shorter than that. Um, see if it'll, yeah, okay. So even it's it's performing better. Nike is still performing better even than on on. So my take on this, I do like the idea of this one, but I would be probably looking at Nike. Let's look at Nike to see if there's an opportunity here. I haven't traded Nike in a few months. I do like the stock. This is a, uh, you know, the, of course, the largest apparel company in the world. Now, again, this is that glitch, as you can see, that glitch when, when stocks open today. So hopefully, yeah, that was a glitch when the stock opened. So that's, I don't know if that's the true price of it, but it does look like it's, you know, this, this is starting to show some nice progress. I'm just looking at Nike here. And I want to see where the buy point is and how close to it we are. Well, we're pretty far away. We're pretty far away. It's a cup base. We're pretty far away from the pivot. So I don't know. Let's look at on on. See how that's shaping up. Of course, this is different than on semiconductor, which is just on. This is O N O N. <laughs> and there we go. Of course, the Swiss company, as you indicated. So yeah, it's moving. You know, relatively new issue. Seventy-one real estate. So here's my here's my thought on this. I just want to see a little bit stronger stock here. 73 relative strength. This is not strong enough for me. I typically like to see 80 or better on the relative strength. This has a 67 checklist. So other than the relative two areas, other than the relative strength and the uh, off the off the former high, this is looking good. But I just want to see it get stronger before I would take a swing at it. So that's sort of my take on it. Okay, let's go to 3M for Troy. Right here's 3M, and uh, it does look like, yeah, definitely in a downward trend. The question is, is it gonna is it gonna recover? Looks like it's recovering a little bit, but no, I would buy this it's in a downward trend. Relative strength 17. So I'd have to say, on on um, I have to say on 3M, I think it's a pass for me today. I think I think it's definitely a pass. Let me show you a stock that I did buy today. This is I've been 
kind of day trading it, and I think it's it's very volatile. It's called AEHR, and I want to show you the chart because I think it's interesting. It it didn't it had kind of the same action. Okay, it's up after hours. See, so I bought it at thirty five. It it re, it retreated to thirty four and then turned around. So this is very volatile stock, but I definitely think it's definitely moving up. It's got you know it it uh, it, it it it's cut moving up by fits and starts. This is when you want to put on your watch list. This is currently a it's got a eighty nine percent checklist. It's in the top one percent of all stocks, ninety nine, making it in the top one percent. The problem here, of course, is that it's extended. As you can see, 21-day line, it's 25% above that 21-day line. So not a great place to buy it. I've just been kind of day trading it, uh, and that's sort of where I've been been, uh, been been trading it. Troy's asking, is oil still the place to be? That's a good question. Actually, I think it is to some extent, but I also think that the semis – are looking fairly good. And I, I own one called Lattice Semi, LSCC. Now, I did um, sell a call against this one. So I, I'm in a covered position now, covered call position with Lattice. But I do like this one. Uh, it's 96 relative strength. You can see where I bought it basically at 73.50. And we're now at 75.20. So we're pretty doing, doing okay on this one. I definitely think it came back attested. It's moving higher. This is one I think that, you know, this is a good place to be in the market right now. It's got a 100% checklist. It also has a 98 relative strength. So that's something you want to look at. It's in the top 2% of all stocks right now. So that's something you want to look at. The strength is, you know, this is definitely a strong part of the market is, um, is, this, is, is the semis and especially these stocks. Um, let's take a look quickly at the semiconductor fabulous group there we go and i'm just going to look at all the stocks in the in the uh, sort of in the group here for semiconductor fabulous um and you know yeah yeah the, the strongest one is is lattice semiconductor i typically like to buy the strongest mobile eye of course monolithic power this is one i really like too mpwr monolithic power and then also broadcom so some of these are very good. As long as you know you want to be probably 90% relative strength, and really right now the only one that, that meets that criteria is Lattice. I don't know why it's so strong, but it is, and I'm definitely an owner of Lattice. I did buy a little bit today, a little bit extra for, for Lattice Semiconductor. This is one I definitely think that's making a nice move uh, in, in the market. So kind of kind of, you know, uh, where we'd like to see it. All right, let's see. Um, let's see. Here we go. Lisa is indicating thought about shorting Baba. <laughs> Good question. Let's see if Baba is shortable. Um, you know, the Chinese stocks, boy, I tell you, I wish I was better at them. There's just a lot of political risk there that, uh, you know, can be sort of daunting. Uh, it really can be. Uh, but let's look at that. Let, let's look at the uh, at Baba to see if it is shortable. Okay, yeah, unfortunately, I don't really like this one to short, and I'll tell you why, because it doesn't have a head and shoulders pattern. Typically, you you know, it did maybe back here, but, you know, this is kind of like a head. This is a right shoulder. This is a left shoulder. Typically, what happens is 
this would be the place to short it probably would have been right about here. Oops. Let's see if I can put that in there. Yeah, it would be right about here. As it comes off of this this le this right shoulder, then it rallies to the 21 day line. That's probably the best place to short it. That's if I, you know, hindsight's 2020, but that's where I would have shorted it. And then of course it came back up and it shorted, you know, you could short it again. But the thing about it, I don't think this is a good shorting area because it's come up above the 200 day line. So I would say no, I would say no on shorting Baba right now. It's just, it's, it's, it's just, it, it, it's, it's an upward trend. Why you bought shop? Just curious. Well, that is great um, question. Why would I buy shop? Because in this, and this has to do with uh, some stuff that I, uh, that I think is going on. I think that when everything starts to recover, I think Shopify will be one of the dominant. I think that you know the 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 move to on to to online transactions is still very very strong. Now I didn't totally buy this off of technical reasons. I bought it because I definitely think it is starting to make a move. And right now it's at 42. I bought it at 43. So probably not the greatest buy there. Uh, on the technicals, um, you know, we were, you know, above the 21-day line, so not necessarily great. The checklist was okay, but nothing fantastic. But, you know, we're basically 5% below that pivot, cup with handle, stage one. So that indeed is a good it, that is indeed is a good sign. So I didn't buy a whole lot of it. It's only a half position for me, but uh, you're right. I mean, uh, it's why would I buy Shopify? Um, they did, you know, have some nice. They have they have started to have some nice earnings, but they're still underwater. I do think though that Shopify is likely to be formidable in the future because so many companies are having to move. Their, to their online presence, and they just can't do it any other way. And so Shopify, I definitely think, has a good growth potential. But, you know, again, this was sort of a buy, not really uh, totally on the technicals. Charles is asking about Rambus. This one is a good one, too, by the way. This is in the semiconductor space, RMBS. And this has been a perennial favorite of mine, um, has, has been Rambus. Let's take a look at Rambus here. Very nice pattern. The only problem is this is a little extended. I wish this wasn't, but you can see this is where the this is where the love is coming in into the semiconductors. It's moved right above that 39 buy point, and then it's it's a little bit extended. It's a little bit, it's a little bit on the technicals, it's a little bit high off of that. See, it's nine percent above the 21 day line. So it's really extended right now. I wish I could buy this one. I'm kind of waiting for it to pull back just a little bit. And this is definitely on my radar screen. Excellent stock. Uh, and I think that the area is starting to improve a lot. I mean, this was, this area was semiconductor fabulous was, was really down in the dumps and I'm starting to see some green shoots here. Um, you know, you know, last quarter they had, they had some batterings, but, but their sales have been consistently moving up even through this period. We'll see what happens uh, as they're going to be reporting. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to be reporting on the 6th of February, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I like Rambus. I just too far extended for me right now. That's probably why I wouldn't, um, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't buy it. Unfortunately, I want to buy it, but I, it's just too extended. Please take a look at Microsoft. The QQQ is still down as we speak. 
take a look at Microsoft. And you're right, it's good to look at both of those because Microsoft makes up a large portion of the QQQs. So let's look at the Qs first. Okay, it looks as if with the Qs, we're still, you know, a little bit of weakness here. It's coming up to the 200-day line. We saw a little bit of weakness. I want to look at the uh, five-minute chart, no, 10-minute chart on the Qs. Yeah, yeah, definitely resistance here right above at 289. So this is resistance right between two, 289 and 290. There's definitely some resistance here, but it's good buying action. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to. Uh, it's it's hard to say. But the resistance right now on the queue is about two eighty eight, between two eighty eight and two eighty nine. That's where your resistance is, on the queues. All right, let's look at Microsoft. I'm going to switch back to the daily view, of Microsoft. Let's look at it. All right. Microsoft is showing they had some real good numbers on Azure, and it's looking pretty good. Um, would I buy it here? Well, I was actually, believe it or not, I shorted it there, and then I covered my short, and I'm glad I did because it bounced. So I was trying to short this one, um, but I, I, you know, I knew I was going to close before the earnings. But uh, so interesting, interesting way to go. All right, Iridium instead of American Tower. Let's look at comparing both of them. But uh, American Tower, you know, owns a lot of cell sites. So let's look at Iridium, I-R-D-M. Now, this company has been around for a long time, but it's just really starting to get traction. And, of course, um, uh, of course, Elon Musk's company, um, Starlink, sort of is a competitor this, uh, to this one. Um, boy, this is this is nice. This is sort of this isn't truly a flag, but that's a that's very bullish right there. That's a very bullish pattern. You're right, 96 relative strength, looking good. Let's see how far off the the. Uh, wow, that's 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 not bad. It's only it's only four percent above the 21 day line with this kind of pattern. So that's 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 looking good. Um. And we wanted to require Iridium with um, we wanted to compare Iridium with American Tower, AMT. I think that's what it is, American Tower. And uh, let's compare them. Good, good, good question. So. This is American Tower versus Iridium. American Tower, not nearly the performance that Iridium has had. You're absolutely right, Charles. Definitely better than American Tower. Definitely outperforming it. Let's kind of take a look over the last year. Yeah, it's this one's down about 15% and this one's up, wow, 60%. So Iridium is definitely a better chart. There's no question about it. Um, yeah, there's no question about it, uh, uh, Charles. No question about it. I think it's a better chart. The question is, can we get into it? 
Let's look at iridium here. 99. Okay, 96. This is really good. I think I think this is viable. Believe it or not, I think this is viable, actually. Thank you for bringing this to my attention because I wasn't looking in this area. Uh, excellent. Telcom Wireless 151. This is really a beaten down sector. So let's look at it compared to its, its peers. Yeah, T-Mobile number one, Iridium. So this is, it's basically stronger, much stronger than any of its peers. This is interesting. Well, this is an interesting one because this is not a sector that has been very strong. And um, so that's looking very, very good. All right, let's take a look for um, Young Fan 19. This is going to be uh, taking a look at um, Amazon. And I definitely want to see Amazon too because I want to kind of see how it's holding up. Amazon here. Yeah, Amazon. All right, so Amazon's definitely come above, uh, above the 50-day um, line. Here's my problem with Amazon right now. I think, like a lot of other big-cap tech stocks, this has got a relative strength of 12. I mean, the question is, has it turned the corner? And I don't think it has, because I'm drawing the reversal line here, and it just looks to me, I'd be afraid to buy this one, just because... Um, it's still below that reversal line's relative strength of 12 earnings are coming up. I would avoid it. I just, because we want to see how earnings happen, you know, if they're good or they're bad or they're indifferent, I mean, it's such a big stock. It definitely is trading in a downward trend right now. So the earnings are on the 2nd of February. I'd avoid this one for the time being, uh, as you can see with the fundamentals and I'm going to move it over there so you can see it on the fundamentals the sales have been very good obviously the problem is with the profits last quarter they lost their their uh their um their last quarter their their um their earnings per share dropped 13 percent. so this is not something i want to see and you know it's got an 89 roll to uh, pe ratio in this kind of environment i would skip it i really would i would skip amazon just does not have the kind of numbers that uh, you know that uh, that you'd like to see. Uh, Lisa says uh, Microsoft dumping after hours, uh, spy dumping as well. Okay, yeah. What you're going to see, unfortunately, a lot of is that there's a lot of players out there who last year, you know, have stocks and they have to get rid of them. They have to sell them. And so, you know, that's a big, big, big issue with what's going on now. So, boy, um, if you haven't already signed up for Dallas Trading Floor, it's super easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com. Also, uh, I'd love it if you would go over and like the show. Please like the show. <laughs>
sounds that sounds so pathetic. Please like me. Um, smash the like button. Please do that. That really helps us out. Smash the like button. And uh, also, if you want to see any of the, the, the previous issues of Dallas Trading Floor really easy, just go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor, and we have an archive of all the shows that we've done. It's almost, there are almost about 1,000 shows in there. We also have little training videos. I'm going to try to organize that better so you can get to the, get to the content better. But until tomorrow at 5 o'clock, everybody, thank you so much for, for taking a look. And by the way, if you could, tell your friends about Dallas Trading for if they're interested in trading, or even if they're not. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 5. Happy trading, everybody. <laughs>